adventure through a wasteland twisted by dark magic, undead monsters, and contagious insanity where life and death are no longer opposites, but a spectrum of cruelties. Emerging from the dregs, an old king makes one final attempt to save his realm. Today's episode is brought to you by the newest project of Lee Ellis, author of the Kill Dash series, God Blood is a grim, dark short story with the audio runtime of two hours available on Audible and a digital print available for those that prefer reading. This exciting adventure is available now. But parents beware, it's not for the faint of heart. Stay tuned after the episode for an exclusive audio clip of God Blood. This is the Nerdy Old Men Podcast. Recognized by City View Magazine as best of the best in podcasts. And here are your hosts, the old bald man Chad and Redneck Wes. Hey, Wes. Hey. Hey, man. We promised, ladies and gentlemen, fans of ours, God love you. We promised that one day we will be back in the same room and it'll sound even better, but... <laughs> It's been a crazy time, uh, you know, with the weather we talked about before, and uh, Wes has got a bunch of stuff going on with work, so we're, we're January just... January has sucked yeah, in 2024. Yeah, we're just glad to be able to uh, <laughs> to get together and talk about some stuff and have you, you all listen to us, which we thoroughly, yeah. thoroughly appreciate. Well, I know we always say that you probably get tired of the accolades we give you, the listener, the dear listeners, but uh, we do appreciate that a great, great deal, so... But, yeah, very much so. Yeah. So, Wes, what's what's going on, dude? What's up? Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on at work. So. <laughs> what about nerd stuff? Yeah, <laughs> nerd stuff. Oh, my gosh. Where does it Well, you know, let, let, let me roll with what we were talking I'll about. i start because you hit me with a bombshell right before yeah. the show. You know, the thing is. It's so, like, Chad, what's going on with you, buddy? Well, the thing is, is uh, you know, sometimes in, in life we – you know, our interests change or things happen in the world, in our world, that sometimes we, we have to go in a different direction. And uh, that's kind of where that's kind of where I was, and I've been thinking about it for a little while. And, uh, I, you know, everybody knows I was <clears throat> big time, you know, I had a, I, a vintage toy collector, particularly Mond, or, um, Masters of the Universe. And, well, about four hours ago, I sold my entire vintage collection. <laughs> so it's all gone. The the man, the man cave, that, uh, yeah, the man cave is kind of echoey now. Uh, the Mondo uh, guys, I'll not get rid of. I still have them. I love them. <clears throat> um, and some of my six inch uh, Star Wars guys that I like a lot, and my Thrawn uh, Thrawn collection, Thrawn. <laughs> my Thrawn collection. You know, then honestly, I've been wanting to display a lot of the miniatures that I've been that I've painted, my D and D miniatures, some of my more focal pointed uh, Star Wars Legion miniatures. I've been wanting to do some dioramas. I've talked about that before, and some model building, which I used to enjoy a long, long time ago. You know, like World War II military vehicles, and you know, different things like that. I've been wanting to do some of that kind of stuff, and I really anywhere to put it so now i do <laughs> but you know it it, it that it's as, it was a hard decision but where i want to go with some things um that was the kick that that needed to be there and that that's another thing about collecting in this nerddom world that <clears throat> i think sometimes is a little overlooked and that is the ability that you co- you can collect the things you love and 
spend time with them and enjoy that collection and enjoy the hunt, right? And, yeah, then, yeah. and then at some point, if things change, if there was an emergency or if there was somewhere like me, I'm wanting to go in a different direction with some some collecting things, plus some other things that I want to do for the family and stuff, I got to thinking, you know what? These these things, these things from my childhood and these things that I've collected you know, in adulthood are now going to give me another type of joy. And that joy is being able to do some of these other things that I have been very much wanting to do and very passionate about. So I think that's a good thing. You know, it's at first I thought, man, this is, this is kind of a sorrowful thing, but it isn't really. And that's, that's something I think that is a, just an overlooked thing about collecting because I'm not a dealer and I never planned to be never wanted to be, but I was able to get a hold of one who uh, was very, very personable very forthright you know he came in today he looked over everything he categorized everything you know we negotiated for a while we we met a number that was um appropriate for both of us and well that's that's good well and he was a good guy you know i reached out to uh, a dealer where i had purchased some stuff before and they gave me a really high valuation which i think was too high um and then they said they weren't interested in it, but wanted to me to consign it with them. Well, that's, <clears throat> that's no go for me, man. I, I, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And then I had another one that, you know, was very, very inquisitive about it. And this is like, I, I'm, I'm saying this is a lesson learned for any of you folks that are thinking about selling your collections or chunks of your collections or, or changing what you're collecting by selling off the old stuff, you know? Uh, and this person was very, very hyped about it and got all this stuff. And then what they come out to say was, well, you know, basically I just help people find um, where to sell their stuff. So it's like a broker. It's kind of like a middleman. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I'm not interested. And then I had another one that I contacted and they, and most people were very talkative, but they, these people were like the rudest people because they were like, I was like, Hey, I've got this collection. Would you be interested in buying some for your store? And they were like, send pics. So I did. And I sent, you know, the itemized list and everything. How much? I told them my valuation. I said, but I don't expect to get anything near that. Pass was a response. <laughs> so right. I'm like, I'm like, Okay, guys, um, that's awfully personable. Uh, not so. B and C collectibles, you guys are assholes. So just, just saying, just no. I mean, in all seriousness, seriously, the other people were very honest and, and like personable and explained things. These guys were just jerks. You know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, dude, whatever, bro. Whatever floats your boat. You know, in, in today's world, it, a little bit of kindness can go a long way. And if you're going to be a smart aleck to some dudes that have what I consider a pretty high-profile media, it, it, it might come back and bite you in the rear, okay? So uh. suck it, Trebek, you know? But, <laughs> but anyway, uh, but this guy, uh, Dusty, is what he goes by, and I'm not going to give his last name because I'm not so sure that he, he wants that out there. He was an outstanding guy. He, he's a teacher by trade. Um, he came very well prepared. Uh, we, you know, it was about a three hour kind of a deal. 
And uh, he was very, very good. I mean, he even walked through most of the pieces and said, I'm going to try to sell this for this much. I'm going to keep this one for my collection. This is how much this is worth. This is why this isn't as worth as much as you would think it is. And he, and, he was very forthright and um, very honest, and in today's world, that's uh, sometimes that's it's not a foregone conclusion. That, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's worth a lot, right there. It is. It is. Uh, somebody taking time to be straight up with you and like, look, this is what I'm looking to do, and this is where I'm I'm at on everything. So yeah. you know, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It is good. So when you come in here next time, and things a little bit a little bit different. But I think it's about the time for me to buy some more PLA to give to uh, Meat Shield J to print me some more helmets because I got some room. <laughs> so I can paint, I can paint some new helmets and I got some more room, baby. <laughs> Maybe some more prop building going up in this place. But, but I uh, mean, you can never go wrong. You can never have too many props. No, heck no. Heck no. But now I can get some so, of my uh, unused one of the miniatures that I don't always use in Storage Legion and get them out and put them in the glass cases over here. Because I'm pretty proud of the work I do with them, but most of the time they sit in this cardboard box and they're little foam uh, trays. Man, I can get them out and look at them. So it's pretty cool. So, But the point of the story is, you know, sometimes things we change. We have voice the story. <laughs> yeah, it's, every now and then we do. Uh, but it's, you know, it, it's it, sometimes things in, in life, they change. And uh, sometimes you want to go in a different direction with stuff. And I've been very, very much wanting to do some other things and uh, hobby-wise. And, you know, just in order to do that, you got to fund some stuff. you got to be an adult every now and then, you know. So that's, that's unfortunately, adulting is real. But, yeah. Uh, but I'm happy about it. I'm, I'm happy about it. It's not a sorrowful thing. It's um, it's something I've been thinking about for quite some time, and, I, and I'm happy. Happy about well, it. it. Luckily, I found somebody that. locally that was interested, and it, it wasn't a big, long, drawn-out process. So it was a good deal. Well, like, like you said, though, it brought you joy, and yeah. – and now it's it's going to do that for somebody else. You're absolutely right. You can't take it with you. You know you can't no, ta- you, you can't, can't you can't take it with you. And I want to go in a different direction. I want to do some different things for my family. And and uh, so letting that stuff go and turning it into something else. I mean, I I, I experienced the, the chase. Those uh, vintage Masters Universe guys. I'm mean, only like like 13 or 14, maybe up to 18. I'm not sure. But anyway, to have every single thing in the line. The stuff that I couldn't get was the stuff that was just extraordinarily expensive that I probably would never have gotten it. So I ran that race, you know, and I got the enjoyment out of it. I did well, I, mean, I did keep my original He-Man figure from when I was a kid. <laughs> I had two. I had one that I'd gotten in a lot as an adult that was in better shape. So that one went with the with the dealer, but I did keep my original guy. You kept your yep. yeah. <clears throat> just kept the original one. He's all worn out from where I played with him as a kid. But I wanted to keep the well, one. That that means more. Well, that was the uh, only one. It, it, in in the in the real thing, it was probably the first one I ever got, and it was the only one that really meant anything. Um, so that that one got kept. But other than that, yeah, so that's that's the story of that. <laughs> so well, uh, I know it's a shocker. You know, but, like you were saying though, it, you know. For me, not everybody knows that I'm like, you got to do a comic. Mm-hmm. And when I finally got the last one, yes, it was, you know, ah, finally at last, you know, but part of it was chase. Mm-hmm. was, you know, hunting and looking. Because, uh, I mean, I've, I've got a lot of comics. Um, 
and I, my, my collection is kind of all over the place. I, I just collect things that I like, but yeah, I, oh, yeah, yeah. primarily GI Joes. Uh, my buddy Greg hooked me up with a lot of stuff. Like I've got uh, some Thundercats and some E-Mans and uh, GI Joes. You know, he he had a lot of stuff. And he's like, "Here, man, I, I don't want it anymore. I know you enjoy it here." Um, but yeah, that that was one thing that I kind of got back into a little bit more was, was comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you and, and Toy Man Terrence were the, you know, the collectors for, for things like that. Right. Uh, I, you know, I, very few things I have. Uh, well, that, ter- you know, ter- Terrence, uh, it, it collects a lot more modern stuff. Um, he just collects a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, that, that's fair. That, that's fair. Um, I didn't do vintage toys uh I, you know i've got a few that that were mine uh and that's about it but uh you know it's kind of like with uh, 3d printing I, you know it's like well, i'll get a bigger resin printer so that i can do bigger minis or yeah. you know yeah. kind of looking at, at at going uh a different route with that and, yeah that's me yeah uh, you know i just exci- got excited about some other things you know and that's where and, we're gonna go yeah, and that, I'm kind of I'm kind of that way as well. Printing in the comics, you know, I've kind of slowed down on them. But like I said, life kind of gets in the way sometimes. You get an adult. <laughs> yeah, uh, you got an adult. But for but me, it it's, is fun. Yeah, stuff that you know still out there, and you can kind of pivot. Well, for me, it's it's kind of got the point where I want to create things. You know. I'd like to build models and create dioramas and stuff. And I've done it with some little D and D ones before, and I've really enjoyed that aspect of it and trying to get better at it and things like that. So creating things like that and then creating experiences for the family, you know, going and doing other things that those are, those are the things that are really cool. So that's where we're at for that. Uh, but what else? Let's see. Uh, uh, me and Michelle J are going to be going to a couple uh, out of town stores, Legion tournaments next month. One in Cleveland, Tennessee, and then the other one at uh, at Cherokee, North Carolina, at the casino for the big Cherokee Open. So we're going to go there. That's a big one, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a big one that I am desperately trying not to get completely destroyed at, like I did last year. Worst performance (laughs) ever, but it was because I was playing something I had never played, and I thought it would be a great idea to change my list. You know, like uh, three days ahead of time and never play. Not run TKOMG. I did, but it didn't matter. Everybody else sucked in the group, you know. <laughs> but but now I've been playing something that's just hair raisingly oppressive, and I dig it. And uh, and it may work, may not work. I don't know, but um, we're gonna have fun with it regardless. So that's what we're gonna do. But we got that coming up, man. Um, so what about you? What's going on in your world with the, the nerd uh, stuff? Still got some projects going on. I've still got some projects going on. I've, I've, I really, uh, I've got to make a hard decision because I saw uh, an announcement for a guest at a con in our area, and I'm like, I really don't want to build Ironhide, but it may happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's like I really have to nail down uh, probably – if I can get through uh, the next 10 days uh, without uh, expiring, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to like say, this is the project lineup for the year and go. 
and not do my normal. It's like, oh yeah, I can do that too. Um, yeah, you learn so, to say yeah. no every now and then, Wes. I learn to say no, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> even to uh, yourself. It, it, yeah, that's, 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 I, I argue with myself and I lose. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of uh, costumes that I'm in the process of working on, and I'm trying not to add to that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we'll get those done. It just depends on if if some things come in in time. Yep. So. We'll see. Well, you I know, mean, and, you know something else that's cool that's coming that is still in the development, but uh, perfect Pat Peebley developing that yeah. that con up in uh, Campbell County, Northeast Tennessee. Yes, he is. It's going to be cool. Uh, if Pat, if Pat's involved in it, man, it's going to be fun. He's not going to do it. He's not going to make a uh, slough out of it. It's not going to be garbage. He's going to have a good well, time. Patrick has been to a lot of conventions. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I think I just got a text message. Well, we we. <laughs> We fully support him in this endeavor, and I, I made sure I sent a plug to him. I was like, hey, man, don't forget your favorite podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> saw that. <laughs> so, so we're going to – hopefully we'll get to be a good part of that, man, and we'll be excited. Well, we I mean, we, we, we got some connections. <laughs> we got a connection. We know Pat, uh, but, we, but we, we, we've we been excited You know, that, that. That, that's something exciting, um, something that's very much needed up in this area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of people that – are into, you know, the, the nerdy geek stuff up this way, yeah. which, you know, kind of surprises a lot of people. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but, the, you know, there's a good foothold, and I think Pat can really bring something that's needed to the area oh, yeah, and make it good and not just, you know, like, yeah. you're like, you walk in and you're just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, I think he could really make it. I think you're really making something good and fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, hopefully uh, some of our friends that listen uh, in the uh, cosplay community, I can talk them into coming up and, and helping out. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd say we know an author or two that would probably, probably yeah, have a good opportunity uh, to jump in that. We got a couple of them on, on the, on the, uh, so the roster. So hopefully we can, can help with that one. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we will share more details uh, when they become available. Yeah. Uh, Pat kind of told me some stuff offline, uh, so well, I'm not. As really long as, no, as Pat knows, say. we're 100 percent behind him on this man, and we will oh, do yeah, whatever Pat, we can Pat to support we, him. We will help out on that one because I'm, I'm uh, kind of tired of junk shows, man. Uh, you know, I, I, I want you know the, he's a good dude, and he ain't going to try to rip anybody off. He's going to do the right thing. So um, that 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 is going to be good stuff. So. Well, what uh, we you were talking a little earlier about? Uh, we've got what? Uh, there's some some ner- some actual nerd news type kind of stuff out there, right? Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> okay, so the meme that uh, was that uh, was that Dan <laughs> that sent that out? Yes, yeah, that was Dan. Dan, Dan Payton, yeah, <laughs> author right. Dan Payton. By the way, go to Amazon and look up Daniel Payton. P-E-Y-T-O-N, Daniel Payton. He writes some really good books, man. He's a great dude, good friend of the show. Go check his stuff yeah. out. But he, but he posted a, <laughs> a meme of Ray holding a wad of cash. Yeah, well, they really making like $12 million to do another Star Wars film and uh, it said something along the lines of uh, first female actors get paid more money than the movie made. The movie was actually made. <laughs> um 
there there's so much controversy uh, going around Star Wars that you know. Yeah, well, when you have the well, when you have the director of this new film come out and intentionally try to alienate an entire segment of of your fan base just out of the hole, that's probably not the best idea. Yeah, and my and the rumors I hear is that the the CEO of Disney did not care for that tactic. And well, they they there's going to be a rumors that she's been fired, that she's not been fired. They're changing. Apparently, they're changing the script, and there's rewrites. And you know, my whole thing was, and I've said this before on the show, and I know people are probably sick of hearing it, but I'll I'll die on this hill. It's like only if someone had wrote something, yeah, you know, for the last forty years that they could have used. And I know that uh, Dave Filoni said that George Lucas. Lucas told him that the only things that were canon were the movies and the TV shows. But when you, hey, we're going to make a movie, and uh, a character that most people don't care for, that you know really didn't do anything to get her powers, but she's just awesome at it. Mm-hmm. Um, what if she like was like trying to rebuild the Jedi, and you know start doing this stuff, and people start looking and it's like, wow, y'all are just not even hiding the fact that you're copying it straight from these other books, are you? Yeah. And Uh, just, it comes down to, and we've said a thousand times, just make a good movie. Just make a good story, man. Well, (laughs) it ain't got to have an agenda. Just make a good story, dude. (laughs) It's it's okay. uh, (laughs) I've actually waited for this for the last 12 years. (laughs) But the, uh, I finally got the girl. Uh, Isabel didn't get to finish all of them because she had cheer and then she fell asleep because she was tired from, from uh, gymnastics. Fair, fair, yep. But Kaylee actually has watched all six Star Wars movies. And I know someone's going to say there's nine. There's not nine. There's only six. In our world. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's the only one I'm worried about. Um, and I had a dilemma because I was like, you know, how do I present Star Wars? To her, and I'd been trying for a while. And I don't even remember exactly what was that we were talking about, but she's like, "Well, Daddy, if you do this, I'll, I'll watch Star Wars with you." So I was like, "Done and done." Yep, gotta and do it. So I I went with order of release because that was the way I was mm-hmm. brought up in Star Wars. So, and I don't know if it was the best way for her. I think she might have done a little better if I had gone sequentially right because um, there was a lot of explaining and their attention span you know is like oh squirrel yeah um so it was like you know they start asking stuff i'm like just watch the movie they're they're, they're fixing because they watch a movie like their mom i love my <laughs> wife but she will ask 900 questions and i'm like if you give them a minute they're fixing to tell you um <laughs> or you know you go see a movie and, and you don't know you've ever seen it before and they're like what's going on you're like i don't know what's the movie <laughs> watching the movie. It literally just came but, out. I don't know. <laughs> but Kaylee really, she really kind of got into it. They weren't really impressed with A New Hope. Uh, they liked Empire. Who doesn't? Uh, Jedi, they were kind of kind of split on. They're kind of... They, 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 there was a lot of questions. Is like, why did he come back? And how did, He did what? Like, the Emperor like shot him just a little bit. And he died, but he shot Luke a lot. He didn't die, and, and, and I'm like, because and Star then, Wars. Uh, 
yeah, I kind of Star Wars. <laughs> uh, I'm like, well, he's got a lot of robot parts in him. It messes him up. Uh, um, it's factual. And then um, they they kind of agreed that uh, both C3PO and Jar Jar were annoying. Um, so. <laughs> Oh no, we've lost. <laughs> Let's get him back. Let's get him back. Okay. Oh my God, what happened? Go. <laughs> I got a phone call and everything went through either. It's all right, old man. It's just technology. It's okay. All right, carry on. C3PO and George are annoying. C3PO and George are annoying, according to the girls. Um, you know, and I'm trying to explain like, when George did. The second one, he was trying to make it a little more for the toys. Um, yeah. I mean, the kids. He was making it for the kids. The kids, yeah. Uh, Do it for the kids. And the toys. Um, and the toys. But uh, they were a little confused uh, why that um, when people were swinging lightsaber turns, they just don't chop people's heads off. Uh, it's like, he's doing all this stuff. Just hit him. It's, uh, yeah, I'm like, because Star Wars. Uh, yeah. I'm like, Star Wars. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, I like the fight with uh, with Darth Maul. They, they they're like, well, one hit him on it, and the other one just chop him in half or something. And I was like, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> it's because Star Wars. Uh, well, apparently, they uh, there was a uh, there's a little comedic song. It's like uh, Star Wars ninety nine seconds. Oh gee. And so they were li- they were listening to that, learning the song. So we. At a certain point, they're like, "Oh, that's what that means." Yeah, um, I am altering but, the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was uh, fun when seeing Vader kind of turn, you know. But it, it was a little confusing for them. They're like, "Well, why is he called Darth Vader?" I'm like, well, yeah, Darth, you know, and then. then you know, Sidious gave him his name. And like, so well, why do you call him Darth Vader? And he's like, that's just the name he gave him. He's like, no, but why a, Vader? And I'm like, mm, name sounds um, cool. But then they, the, the part that really bothered them was uh, on Mustafar. Oh, yeah, that's dark, Whenever We want to get the high ground. Yeah, well, it dark. wasn't so much that it was dark. They just didn't understand. It's like, he got both legs and an arm shot off and set on fire and he didn't die. <laughs> well, yeah. that was the part that bothered them. They're like, he didn't die. If, like, if it had been anybody else, they'd be dead. Well, but, it's because it was Anakin Skywalker. That's what they thought. Well, it was Darth, Vader well, it was at the, Darth Vader at the time, but he Anakin was, Darth was, Vader at the, time. was the most power. I mean, in my opinion, the most powerful force user ever. He just couldn't control it good enough. But, but it was just funny. That was the, the fact that been anybody else? They're like, well, these other people are getting shot like one time and dying. <laughs> you know, it's he like Anakin. he got cut up and then set on fire. It's like, why is he not dead? Because uh, he's Andy, but, baby. <laughs> but they they kind of like the last little bit of uh, the, the Revenge of the Sith. Oh yeah. Uh, but well, it was you know the the fact that they they really like. Empire kind of, I was just like, oh, daddy's favorite one. Right. You know? And as they're, as they're young, you know, that, that, that will be probably their favorite. I mean, I mean, Rogue One may be too heavy for them, but it is my favorite. And then followed by Empire. But in, in retrospect, would you have shown it to them in chronological order? I think for them, it might have been better. Mm-hmm. 
um, because they had they had a lot of questions like what is force you know who can use it who's right. this guy what's that um well not all so that's explained if, in the films either I, you've got to kind of look at other things yeah oh i i told them i'm like uh well you know because i showed them we watched it on disney plus yep. um on field shoots first i don't care what they uh, edited yeah, 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 um yeah, yeah, yeah. but it has the the timeline Mm-hmm. on Disney Plus, yeah. and so I'm like, okay, well, this is a movie, this is a movie, this is a TV show between this movie, then you go to this movie, and then you go to this, and then you go to this movie, and you go to this TV show, and they're just like, oh my goodness, I said, oh, we need to talk about the books, and, and Isabel, <laughs> bless her heart, because she loves to read. Yeah. The voracious reader. And she goes, there's books? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but they don't. And you're like them the you're like this. the well you're like the the meme of the guy drawing it all over the whiteboard you know yeah exactly <laughs> now um, now canon the the new stuff the new Thrawn stuff is canon um and it those are fantastic books they really are they're good yeah but we we all know the truth. Well, I mean, the, the, the name of the, the, the name of the Filoniverse movie is probably going to be I, Heir of the Empire. So, well, yeah, but you know, <clears throat> hey, look, give it up, dude. It ain't happening. I, I, I will die on the hill. The books, get, just the get books it. are still part of the. It, the, it ain't um, happening. I, I, <laughs> yeah. But you know, just the fact that they, Kaylee's really become a little Star Wars nerd. That's great. And I, I know she, she asked me all the time. She's like, can I be on the show? Can I be on the show? So we may have to get Kaylee on just to let her talk Star Wars for a little bit. Uh, it, to, it's hilarious to, to see the, Yeah, to see the, um, uh, to the, the, the love develop in a young, you know, a younger person. And I, I love, I love this because I was, Isabel is a big Harry Potter fan. Yeah. I mean, she, she read all the books. It took her a year. She read all the books. Um, and, and she's very knowledgeable about it. I mean, like, she picked up a lot of, of little details. And she said something about, well, oh, Harry Potter's better, you know, because they can do this and that. And I'm like, you no, do realize that space, space wizards I, are better. <laughs> I was like, you do realize that Harry Potter is basically ripping off Star Wars. And she looked at me. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, Daddy, don't say that. And I, I start, you know, comparing oh, and contrasting no. things. And she's just like, yeah, but this, I said, doesn't matter. I said, Star Wars came out first. <laughs> well, J.K. Rowling may have not known about Star Wars. I'm like, everybody knew about Star Wars. Sorry. J.K. Rowling, we love your stuff. Don't sue us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's but great I mean, stuff. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of similarities. Um, they, they, in, it's funny because they both, at the same time, said they hated Han because he was old and grumpy. <laughs> And I'm like, well, it's hey, just like that's their me. dad. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, that's me. <laughs> like, I really understand where Han's coming from. Um, but you know, they liked R two, um, and it was funny because Princess Leia, they they really didn't have an opinion on, which is what surprised me. Uh, right. But they were they were worried about Chewie the entire time. Anytime something, well, happened, they're they're animal Chewie, okay? <laughs> yeah, they're animal lovers, you know. Oh, especially Kaylee. She yeah. she loves dogs, so. You know, and monkeys, Chewie's, right? 
Uh, and monkeys, yes. So Chewie's kind so of, he's kind of, of in the middle. World. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they they did really like though when uh, we went to Kashyyyk mm. and um, oh, yeah. and the the big battle there. But in when the Wookiees, you know, they come up over the yeah the battle of the Kashyyyk, hill and they're all yeah. like ah, you know, they <laughs> they, they really enjoyed that. Um, and then it's like, are the Wookiees okay? And especially like when Order sixty six happened. Right. He was like, are the Wookiees okay? And she goes, I wish Chewbacca was in this one. And then, you know, you find out that <laughs> that one's Chewbacca. Yeah, he's true. Uh, Chewie's really old. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, you know, it was, it was fun to kind of go through all of that. So, uh, <laughs> and I did leave it open because I explained to them, I said, you know, George Lucas, you know, he, he did the first six Star Wars and then he sold it to Disney. And then they made movies, which daddy's not really a fan of, you know, but whatever, you know, I'm going to let them decide because they said something about watching them. And I'm like, well, if, if you want to watch them, we'll watch them. And, you know, you can make up your own mind. But uh, Kaylee said, well, if they made them and they're not any good, why didn't George buy them back? And I'm like, that's a question we've asked for a long time. <laughs> but, but if since, Disney keeps going the way that they're going, well, but since they, well, since they do like the good stuff, then they'd probably really like the Mandalorian. <laughs> you know, we've and, not got the Mandalorian yet. Ahsoka. We've not got to that yet. Yeah. Rebels um, and you know, uh, um, uh, Clone Wars cartoon and Rebels. And the Bad Batch, those are real good. Those are real good hooks for for young people. Uh, and to and really I told them that along. you know, but they, I think it was just kind of overwhelming that there was so much Star Wars. Well, that's true. That's true. But everybody that I've ever talked to that had not seen Clone Wars, but had seen the uh, the prequels, um, said that after watching Clone Wars, Revenge of the Sith cut deeper. Yeah that it meant more. So going back and watching it again after watching Clone Wars, you're like, oh, God, that stings. You know, <laughs> that stings oh, a lot. They were, they, I, uh, when, when Anakin shows up with Youngling Slayer 9000. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> they're like, he killed the little ones. I'm like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that kinda, yeah that it is. That's a little jarring for him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but that is the uh, yeah. that is the never ending meme. Yeah, <laughs> but that, it was so. it was funny because they 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 are creative and they like to make stuff. Um, Isabella got two plastic sticks. I don't know. They were from some balloon thing. I don't know. And she had this little flexible colored cord. And so she made a couple of lightsabers, and we were sitting there like on the couch, like fighting each other. And uh, uh, Kaylee, or no, excuse me, Isabel had came in one day. We were watching um, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, and she had got a little white outfit and had rolled her hair up in the little buns like Leia, and was sitting on the couch with me. I was like, "That's awesome," you know. So uh, there. You know, I, th- I think there was enjoyment on different levels for both of them, but Kaylee really, I think he's going to be my Star Wars nerd on that one. So, uh, and they they said something about lightsabers, so I may be buying some more lightsabers. Um, of course, obviously, not from Ultra Sabers because they are trash. 
<laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. There is a there is a, there is a company there that um, Generation Tech is a really good YouTube channel. This guy goes into really deep lore on Star Wars. He's very very good at what he does. He's a journalist by trade. He's very good, <clears throat> and he is sponsored by a saber company and it's not that one it's a different one yeah there, there's a lot of different and saber they they look good and they got real good deals and they have you know combat but blades stay away from ultra sabers because <laughs> i'm i'm going on two years waiting on a part and still haven't got it every time you email uh, that's or call, ridiculous they're they're like oh you know if you can wait you know anywhere from six to 20 plus weeks i'm like okay <laughs> and still haven't got my part so, not, yeah. that I, not that I'm counting and upset. So. Oh, I'm, 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 they, they have till March 21st. That will be the two-year mark. And then I am blitzing the crap out of them. Because yep. usually every couple of months I send, you know, hey, is there an update? You know, and you get basically the same response. Yeah. Um, but they are garbage. So if you're looking to buy a lightsaber, please Don't stay away buy it from them. them. Yes. <laughs> um. Oh, As my stinks. little, uh, I'll get off my soapbox now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, do not do not uh, waste your money on them. That's true. Uh, but yeah, and been how we've we've kind of been all over the place. Uh, uh, in nerddom, I actually got on Netflix uh, yesterday, and because I'm like a glutton for punishment, I guess. I was like, all right, let's see what the, you know, Masters of the Universe Revolution looks like, you know, because I was, I was not really pleased with Revelation. Um, this one, I was actually surprised. I actually enjoyed it. What? I know, Chad. Yeah. What? I knew was, this is closer. It's like. It's like Kevin Smith and the people that made the last one listened to the fans <laughs> and all the stuff that they did. I thought you like. said listening to you. I was like, all right, I doubt that. <laughs> well, I mean, I am a fan. I'm not going to say that I influenced him completely, but I believe I had a hand in it. <laughs> it, it it's closer. It, I believe if they had done the first one like this, it would have it would have been been much better. Um, because the agenda is not really there. They they actually try to make a better story, even though it's okay. Dad, I need you to hit the spoiler button just, just in case. <laughs> well, I haven't seen it just yet either, case. Wes. <laughs> try not to give too much away. Me in case I say okay. Um, but they the only really can thing that I'm just like, well, that's just dumb. Is you know. I can't be both a hero and a king. Well, history shows that, yeah, you can. <laughs> um, but he was not uh, the the man-hating uh, witch that uh, she was in the first one. Uh, He-Man actually gets to do He-Man-y stuff. Um, Hordak is really actually pretty cool. and um, I was hoping he would be because he's a cool character. Uh, Shatner voices a character in it, which is just wild. Um, but the things that they, um, uh, 
that they add if you're a if you're a fan of of masters you're gonna be like oh 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 uh you know the little meme where the dude's like hey, up, up, up. uh yeah because you'll 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 do that um they they kind of you know give a little nod to other projects um and, and and really did a good job with it. So I was well. I'm, I'm eager to check that out. Yeah, I, it was one of the things I had some time. And there's only five episodes, and they're like thirty minutes mm-hmm. apiece. Yeah. So it's it's not it's not bad. Um, but the the art is is oh, it's amazing, great, right? Yeah, it was in the first um, series was good. Well, and then that was one of the things I bragged on the first. The first thing in Revelations, you know, the art is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of walked some stuff back that they had done in the first one. <laughs> and I think I think it was a good thing. Yeah. Um, but you kind of get some you get some development of characters. Um, you get some closure on certain things, and then there's some things you're like, ooh, yeah, and. Uh, so I, I think if if you've got I don't know two and a half hours, oh, I'm gonna check it out. Watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Uh, I haven't got to yet. But I will. I'm yeah, gonna check it so, out. But I, I wanted to hit the uh, spoilers just in case. Holy moly! Say something. Wh- holy uh, moly! Wes liked something Kevin Smith did. I've liked, liked a lot of stuff that Kevin Smith's done <laughs> no, over the years. I, I, I just did not like the last thing that he did. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, give it a, 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 a watch and let me know what you think. Yeah. But, you know, that was, uh, that was really good. I mean, I, I wow. that was really good, but it was good. And it was good. So. Wow. Wow. I know, right? Wes said something was good and that was new. Wow. Lots of changes happening around here. Holy crap. I I I will give I will give them credit. You know, they did a good job on it. Um and I've watched some reviews on on YouTube and there's there's some people that will just um they're not gonna like it um at all. Just just because uh, but I gave it a fair shot, you know, and watched it and was was surprised. Uh, there, there's a couple of things in there that I can see where they're trying to maybe bait some people, you know, it's like, ah, you know, you don't like it because of X, Y, Z. Um, and I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so it's like, damn, that really doesn't care. You know, I think this would have been better if you'd done this, but, you know. Right. Uh, overall, overall, I mean, it's a, a solid B plus. <laughs> solid B plus. That's yeah. a lot coming from you, man. You know, it's like a ninety three point seven. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, it, I will. I will. I will tell everybody if you got a chance to watch that one. No, it's good. The stuff. first one. Yeah. The first one. I liked the first one. I thought it was pretty good. But if you like the second one better, then I will probably love it because <clears throat> yeah, I thought the first one was good. Really like yeah, I thought the first one was good. <laughs> um, but now, like I said, the the art and, and some of the character designs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, really, 
really they good. Well. Um, they they they've done well with it. You so, can tell um, they, yeah, you can tell they did really well, like pay some attention they to fixed, it this time. They fixed some things that the fans were not down with. That's fair. So cool, man. <clears throat> That's good. I, I'm glad you, you you threw that in there at the end because I hadn't got to see it yet, and uh, I don't encourage some people to go on and check it out. Masters of the Universe there on uh, Netflix. So yeah. Well, folks, thanks for sticking with us and uh, listening to another episode. Uh, it's been a wonky. Yeah, we hate that month. they haven't been able to come out on Fridays, but we are getting them before the weekend's over. So uh, give you something <laughs> to listen to on your way into work tomorrow on a Monday morning, or whenever you listen to us this week. So we do we do really appreciate that, guys. Thanks for inter- interacting with us on social media and everything like that. So um, and you can check out our Teespring store and yep. get your hands on the latest. So grab some stuff, yeah. Dirty old men swag stuff. That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. Well. From the uh, partially empty man cave, this is the Nerdy Old Men Podcast. This is the Old Ball Man Chad with Redneck Wes. Yeehaw. Finish it. sample of Lee Ellis's God Blood. He came up for Rogot's belly. He parried, elbowed Garagot in the teeth, then slammed him into a tree. Through the tree, and out the other side, and into the dirt. Splinters fell all around, and the severed tree came falling, crushing a giant mushroom to the earth. Garagot kicked Rogot, and he went soaring, flipped backwards and crashed down twenty paces away. The Mushroom King was up and after him. Rogot grabbed his axe, pulling up a handful of leaves with it, and leapt to his feet. Their weapons collided, and they were at it again, snarling, hacking, shoving and punching, god-blood thumping in their veins. Garagot thrusted the flat side of his blade hard against Rogot's axe, pressed him back, then shoved a crust-covered finger deep into Rogot's ear.